What the hell is the name of this thing? Is this Wayne's World? The award-winning Evan Grant. I can't even count anymore on my fingers and toes. Kevin Sherrington. Kevin Sherrington, clown number one. Barry Horn. Right. He tried to get me in mid-shoe. Evan, let's go. <laughs> Barry, what are you so, jumping in for? You're so slow on I'm, the I'm little lead. I don't want all the music. The music going. is so good and so relaxing. People could be tuning out. You have to believe me hit right now, hard. Barry. They're tuning <laughs> hit <'em> out. <laughs> hit them hard. <laughs> right? No, they're, they're not because we have because we have a great podcast and nobody should tune out. We have a great podcast right now. We've already had one in the in the bag. What was that? That was college recruiting. Uh, with Gabe Brooks from Scout.com talking about the University of Texas and where they really and truly do stand. And Baylor and TCU and A&M. And we even, I think we even got a little Oklahoma in there. So and a little SMU and a little Houston. Yeah, we so. are joined by Kevin Sherrington, as always, Barry Horn. And today to talk a little Cowboys, the great John Machota of Sports Day. Or Johnny Matches, as he's known by his <laughs> fans. Johnny, who's back from, direct from Mobile. Did you come, get off the plane and come and come right to see us here today? I mean, that would sound better if I had said I did, but I'm not going to lie. I came back yesterday. Always but, say yesterday what evening. sounds better, John. I know, I should have lied. But yeah, that's there no. you go. So did you watch the Pro Bowl? Did you get home in time to watch the Pro Bowl? I did get home in time, um, but did I didn't watch a lot of it. it? No, no. I, I can't get into that. I mean, and yes. I regret it because on the last play... Uh, Jameis Winston lined up at center, and Travis Frederick was that quarterback. Yeah, and he got the down the line. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of that's great. Shouldn't they have a superstars competition instead? This is my this is my my point. Instead of the Pro Bowl, they should go out there and be like Joe Frazier, jumping in the pool and almost drowning to swim a fifty meters. I think that's the kind of thing that would really right. draw fan interest. I think we need to we we need to move on. <laughs> oh, yeah, what? Because this talk is about drawing that? fan interest. Yeah, you don't want to talk about let's, that. So no, John, let's talk about the Cowboys. John, I want to ask you one very specific question here. Okay, from your week at the at the Senior Bowl, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! Very nice. I would, I would say the the biggest thing is that I felt the players that were coached by the North team, which were coached by Jason Garrett and his staff, um, I felt like they. Where this they they thought of the Cowboys staff the way that the players do, and whether you think Jason Garrett can coach on Sundays or not, um, the one thing that I maintain is that you can never say that his players quit on him, even even in that four and twelve season. I, you can't find many many games where you're like, ah, it doesn't look like that guy's going hard. And and throughout those weeks of practice, um, fortunately, uh, I was be, I was able to get out on the field and, and really see them work in their drills. And, and everything was set up and structured exactly the way the Cowboys do their normal practice. So, you know, I think that helped to keep the coaches all on the same page and, and, and that. But when you talk to the players after, they all loved it. And, and, and the thing was is, after watching the South team practice, you could tell that it was just it was more competitive in the North team, and 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 then that's that's the stuff that Jason Garrett likes. He so he, Jason Garrett's coaching up players. He's coaching them up for sure to, to play against the Cowboys next year. I mean, or maybe possibly take one. But it was funny because he he told this story about what was the difference because you know a year ago at this time he was coaching in the Pro Bowl, and then so now he's coaching in the Senior Bowl. What's the difference between this game and next? And next from, year he'll be coaching at the Sun Bowl. I well, predict that's possible. But oh, that's a college game. The, the, yes, the interesting thing was is that from Garrett's comments about that, it sounded like he tried to coach those guys up at the Pro Bowl like that too because he said at one point some of these guys were like, all right, coach, that's enough of that. We're not going to be doing <laughs> yeah, that's all that. Right. Yeah, we, we heard that story. That's a pretty good one. I yeah. like that. Garrett, we're almost four minutes into this, and, and we haven't brought up the name that I'm sure everybody here wants to talk about or people want to hear about, quarterback for Jason Garrett, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz reminds me of Jason Garrett. I mean, yeah, very guarded in everything he said. It, it was When Jason Garrett would talk about Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz was asked about Jason Garrett, their answers were so similar. They always – 
move the topic to talking about all the other guys, all the other coaches, or all the other quarterbacks. They never would talk about just the one or the other. Is it a redhead thing? Nah, well... No, that, probably not. I no. think this this that alone means that the Cowboys should not draft Carson Wentz. We do not need <laughs> two people out there who are not saying anything to us, right? I agree. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't want that at all. all right. I need out. He's out. I need a guy that's going to run his mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you uh, got enough of those out there. <laughs> did you get the impression out there that uh, because the impression back here is that oh my gosh, if Jerry Jones is out there and exposed to this guy for a week and he falls in love with this guy, that this is the guy they will take because of that. I don't think that that's going to happen at all. I think Jerry, on purpose, he was out there only for Wednesday and made it a point to go talk to Carson Wentz after that practice was over on the field where everybody could see, allowed all of us to come up, including cameras running on it. I think he did that on purpose. I don't think they're, I don't think they're taking a quarterback at four at all. You I, don't? No, not at all. And, and why do you think that, John? Because I think of what they saw out of these teams that made it to the conference championship games. I think it's because they saw these older quarterbacks get there, and they won because the defense was improved. I think that's what they're going to end up. Of course, anybody bothered to tell Jerry that? Yeah, there's three old quarterbacks in the uh, among the four final final four quarterbacks, but also three of those were the first overall pick. That that was not mentioned to him. You know, when he gets going, it's it's hard it's hard to kind of cut him off sometimes. Yeah, but no, it's, it's it's, all, that, that that should have been for sure. Well, that, that that's that's the, kind of entirely the point. So if they're not going to take a quarterback with that first pick, which is the fourth pick right now, yeah. uh, then are they going to take one at all or move? I could see them taking one, but I don't think it'll happen until like the fourth or fifth round. So will they do the you know, right. do the, Will they do the dance that they do every year and try and trade down? Or I, oh, I think they're going to entertain that for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can find a trade partner, absolutely, because that would if you if you even move back just a few spots, and that would get you an extra second round pick, and and that's where I think it gets interesting because if you were able to do that, you get that extra second round pick, you might take that and your own second round pick, which is a high, and trade back in the first round, so you end up getting two first round picks. If that was to happen, then I think the quarterback thing's completely back on the board then, because well, maybe they wait and, and but they, they get, wouldn't take a quarterback with the first. Pick. I don't think so. No, no. So, so, John, you just made me dizzy with all that. Okay. So far, you, you got, you're going into the second round and then back into the first round. Right. Okay. Packaging those two, your two second round picks that so you have. So what they end up with is it, under this scenario is two ones, but no two. Correct. 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 Okay. Correct. All right. All right. Yeah. Very good. All right. Uh, so, so, so here's the thing: if they're not going to take, let's say they say at four, right, and they don't take a quarter, you say they're not going to take a quarter. You're I don't betting think. your life would, on this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet my life, but I'd bet. Would you bet on. Kevin's I, life on it? Yes, <laughs> Kevin, your life definitely. Your that's, life is bet on that's this. That's not. It's not worth. It's much. not worth much anyway. It's not much left in it. So, uh, so who are they going to take then with that if they stay at four? I think they either go Jalen Ramsey, the corner out of Florida State, or Miles Jack, the linebacker out of UCLA. And, and what quarterback would be available lower in the first round? Yeah, I think it would be between Carson Wentz and, and, and uh, Paxton Lynch, whoever falls. You know, I mean, it seems like it happens every year that there's always a quarterback that they, you know, they love just showing in that green room that's sitting by himself that just kind of waiting. Um, I don't think Jared Goff is going to fall to them. I think, I think he'll go to Cleveland at two, and then they'll be left there where they could possibly take Carson Wentz or, or Lynch. And then I, I could just see possibly like one of those guys just falling and, and, and like Johnny Manziel did a couple years ago. And Who? Don't bring that name <laughs> and up. And then all of a sudden he's sitting there at, you know, let's say in the late 20s and maybe, you know, Jerry's like, I'm going to make this move right now. You think, they you think Cleveland wishes they had let Johnny slide even further? Yeah, I honestly don't think Johnny Manziel is even a first-round pick of his in the Cleveland Browns. I mean, all it takes is one team, and they're the one team. I and mean, he was sliding already. Who's to say any of those other teams would have even taken him? All right, so now we've, you've got us digressed. And given <laughs> the fact that Johnny was in the news again this weekend for a potential domestic disturbance, uh, what's the status on Johnny and the Cowboys at this point? I mean, I, I don't see any reason why there's any interest, but Jerry Jones is the only reason. Is he, Jerry legitimately interested? 
I think he's legitimately interested, but at what price? At what price? There, and, the the price would be a low pick. Well, I mean, maybe maybe he'd be at release and he wouldn't be, even be a low. Yeah, pick. I don't think he'd give up a, a draft pick for him. I, I think, think it's only if he's if he's I don't released. Think the Browns is let him let him go. If, they're, they're going to they get something keep back. him. Let him keep him. Uh, they what are they going to get out of him? There's no team that's interested in him except potentially the Cowboys. Right. You don't know that for sure. I would say that the chances no, are not they, good because most teams don't have a madman running the club. Well, that, that <laughs> makes a difference. It does make a difference. Uh, but no, I, we got this steered away too fast. I want to ask him about that. So you bring up Miles Jack's name, right. and a lot of people say that Miles Jack might be the best athlete at his position right. in the draft, mm-hmm. right? But a little on the small side, right? Yeah. You know, so if he's a little on the small side, uh, I'm assuming uh, that you're saying they're they're drafting a middle linebacker. Right, can, correct. Can can he he can't play the middle though? Can he? I mean, he, I think he can. I, I think I really think Miles Jack's athletic enough to kind of do a little bit of everything. I think he is the type of linebacker you're seeing in the NFL well, today that can stay with wide receivers, can stay with tight ends, can stay with running backs out of the backfield. Educate me, you small side. How how big is he? I, I honestly don't have it on. I think right he's now. like I think he's like two forty, two forty five. That's small right. for a linebacker. Well, it is a guy playing in the middle. I think okay. Rolando McLean goes two fifty five, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the the, the difference for me, so the problem with that is, is that I, I get the Miles Jack thing. He's very he's athletic. listed at two twenty five right now. Two twenty five. I was way off. So, so uh, it, if that's if that's correct. So, <laughs> I mean, he may not even be two twenty five by now. We don't know. But 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 here's the point. So you got a guy Sean Lee right. who's on the smaller side, very fast, very athletic uh, linebacker. Of course, the whole problem is can he stay on the field? Miles somewhere Jack else he's listed at two forty five. Miles, <laughs> thank you, Evan, for the continual updates on Miles Jack's weight. Well, you know, Evan Evan was at the uh, had had a physical this morning. Came in seven pounds less, I think, than than he did last year yeah. at this time. So. I'm now one ton minus seven pounds. Yeah, there you go. go. Ahead. Okay, thank you. So he's very weight conscious. Yeah, thank you. So my, my point is, is that can they take the chance on having another linebacker? And Miles Jack has had some problems also staying healthy. Right. Can they really take another linebacker who might have a, be a little bit undersized uh, and somebody who can't stay on the field? The staying on the field part would worry me more than the size. I just think he's a good ball player. And, and at that position, you got to take the best guy available. And I think that... With the way the NFL is changing in such a pass-happy league, he's the type of guy that is what you'd want at linebacker, and that's a position that they, they do need to upgrade. So, so. If, you, if you started your mock drafts right now, yeah, wh- who would be the pick? At four? Yeah. yeah I'd have J- I'd Jalen Ramsey, the corner-slash-safety out of Florida State, just because I feel like you can – It's again, it's a pass-happy league. You can pair him with By- Byron Jones for the foreseeable future and potentially could have a, a Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor type. And, and, and who's, so you're ru- who's, 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 who's rushing the— He could play safety or corner. I think he would start at corner, but down the line, I think that they could both play at safety, Ooh. and it just gives you more versatility. Well, who's rushing the passer in this case? Because what, what makes the back—we we always hear what makes the, defense, the secondary uh, great is, is the pass rush. Right. And, and, and by talking how they need a pass rush, let's talk about a couple of Cowboy draft picks uh, in, in recent years who were high picks, and have, what's happened to Randy Gregory? What's happened to Demarcus Lawrence? Uh, Marcus Lawrence has been pretty good lately. Okay, so then what? What and what's so? What's the great need now for for more? Well, you can always use more defensive end. You can never have enough pass rushers. You can but never that, have enough pitching. Right. But let's go back to that thing. All right. So we we talked about what I the Cowboys would do with four. Your, your question wasn't any good. So, uh, but <laughs> if, if we're going to have the top four picks, what do you think? That how do they go? Because I agree with you. You, know, you say right. Cleveland is going to probably take. I don't see how they don't take Jared. Goff yeah, I think two. I think Tennessee takes that Laramie Tunsil, the offensive, offensive tackle. tackle. Yeah, at Ole Miss, and then three is kind of a wild card. So I'm going to say at San Diego. Right. I'm going to say. They could possibly go Ramsey or or possibly 
maybe they even go Joey Bosa from from Ohio State, or maybe they trade out and another team trades in for Joey Bosa. I will say this: if Joey Bosa is there, yeah, Bosa, I, I would consider yeah. that, and that gives you your pass rush too. But I'm just saying, I, I don't think he's going to be there, and that's why I'm, I'm right now I'm going with Ramsey just because they need a ton of help on that. Let me end. give you another name then, because this is the one that Gil Brand has brought up, and you see other people bring up is uh, well, for, Brand, former ballsy guest, former ballsy guest. So we like to always bring that up. He's our official old guy on the on the. Uh, uh, which, which is John, which is very rare. Something. Yeah, that's saying something because <laughs> yeah. these two are old. Old. Uh, so at the the defensive end from Oregon, Ancient. DeForest Buckner, right? Uh, a huge guy, six seven. What is he? Six seven two ninety. Yeah. Something outrageous like that. Yeah. Uh, would they consider somebody like that? You think at that? I point? don't think there's any chance. He just doesn't fit what they do. I mean, he's a he's a three four type player. I I don't see that guy fitting in with what they do. Um, I've actually heard people out in Mobile say that in the Cowboy system, he probably might be like a one-technique defensive tackle, which they need, yes. but they don't value that as a, as a high first-round pick. I mean, right. if they're going to take a one-technique defensive tackle, which there's a lot of them in this draft, I would say that they would probably wouldn't do it before the second round. So uh, I don't see where his fit is. Uh, where if you're going to draft a guy there, he better be a right defensive end that's rushing the passer, a, you know, a 10-15 sack type guy if you're going to be taking him that high. And I don't think that he's a fit for – for what they do. All right, so, John, to go back to your assignment and what we intended to talk to you about today anyway. <laughs> oh, Evan's wow. taking control. <laughs> oh, look at the Evan eyes. Wow. Was there anybody in Mobile that really did actually catch the Cowboys' fancy? I mean, I, mean, I definitely would say Carson Wentz did. I mean, it would be it would be tough not to just because of all the time he got to spend uh, with Jason Garrett and the rest of their staff. Um, he, yeah, he would probably be number one for me, but... The other, the other interesting one is this, this Braxton Miller out of Ohio State, just because of his versatility and and, and he could be the backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but this is the yeah. thing. Okay, like so, he, he, I would say this is a lot coming from you that you would like that you like an a Ohio Michigan State. man, yeah, a Michigan well, man liking an Ohio uh, State man. Even though I grew up in Michigan, I don't like Michigan or Michigan really? State. I actually root against them. I'm a, I'm actually a really big Florida State fan, so. Take that, that makes, take that with There's that. sense. Take that with that Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey thing. There we go. No, no. And they lost to Houston in the Peach. Bowl. I'm embarrassed a little, but <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We should be taking somebody Houston. from Kevin's, Houston. Kevin is a Houston, Houston alum. Kevin, yeah, Kevin why do you work Houston into every podcast? <laughs> because it's my duty. I, I'm uh, I'm trying to get on the uh, John, I'm trying to get in their Hall of Fame. Please. No, but back to the Braxton Miller thing. I will say that he's the player that I noticed they spent the most time with, with Derek Dooley working with him and Jason Garrett going over there. The problem there is. As I honestly don't think Braxton Miller, you'd see the best out of Braxton Miller with the Cowboys, just because I think they use him the best way. You're going to have to move him around a ton, throw him some reverses, let him throw the ball, maybe hand it off to him a couple times, things like that. And that's just not Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett's too vanilla. Yeah, that's more wide open than Jason's. Right. Well, well, plus, the guy's guy's a developmental player at this point. Exactly, Chip Kelly for sure. Thank you. He's a developmental player at this point. The last thing the Cowboys need, because the guys barely played any wide receiver right. in college. So the, the the Cowboys need, with this draft in particular, where you have a premium pick in every round, uh, you, they need to hit. On the, the first three rounds, they got to have three guys who are going uh, to make a huge impact next year. Yeah, I agree. Well, and they're, they're, but, I mean, it's Jerry. He's going to want an immediate impact. Anyway. Can, can you tell me the last draft the Cowboys had where their first three picks made an immediate impact? I'd have to look at the list on there. Back in the early 90s, they had some of those. Yeah, of recent of recent vintage. Yeah. No, not that. You know, they, well, that's because in the early 90s, they had 
Something since the four, internet was four second round picks, five third round <laughs> well, picks, much like they have, first but, but also because they have picks like they have, they're going to have this year. They were they were drafting very high, you know. They you know, and it's easier to hit when you get a little uh, because that second round pick is almost like a first. But, but, but wait a minute, If you're counting on the Cowboys to, to make, have impact picks in first three picks, I think you're overestimating I, I, what they'll do. I think we have hit on something that will be a highlight on the transcript this week. That if you're drafting higher. You have a better chance of getting better players. Is that what you're saying, Kevin? That's what I'm saying. Now that is the kind of stuff it's that people time. tune in. Yeah, for. it's big time stuff. <laughs> look, but look, it works for the Patriots every year. Yeah. Right. Let's let's go back from that because this is something before Evan cut me off and before he made it very uninteresting to, to this whole podcast. The uh, was when we were, you were talking about the three forward DeForest Buckner. You made a really good point about him. Now, now there's been a lot of discussion this week about uh, Demarcus Ware, whether the Cowboys made a mistake letting him go. Uh, and 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 I'm gonna tell you really quickly what my point is about Demarcus Ware because I felt at the time they were making a good decision. Guy was coming off of the season when they only had six sacks, starting to get hurt a lot. You you watched him playing the run, playing. I remember you know RG three was was run, running wide and, and he had no clue about how to stop any of that. Uh, and of course at that time it, he was playing in a four three. Right. So he goes uh, goes to Denver and now it's a completely different deal. And of course there's a couple of reasons for that why he's playing so much better. Oh, you know, one he's got Von Miller on the other filibuster. side. Filibuster, Kevin yeah. Sherrington filibuster. Secondly, it's a different defense. Is this a question? Yes. <laughs> I want to get. I just want John to say yes, Kevin. You're right. Just say it so we can move on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't think it's a mistake. I, I don't. I know fans look back at it and say that. And I know Jerry even said after that 12-4 season, oh, if I knew we were going to be this good, I wouldn't have got rid of it. But I thought it was a smart move. That whole season, that offseason was a ton of smart moves. I mean, that, that saved them salary cap space. And they ended up having a 12-4 season by not doing any wild card things, not bringing in Greg Hardy and, and, and things that really don't fit with what Jason Garrett wants to do. Um, so, no, I, I, I don't think that, that they should regret getting is, rid is of Is Greg him. Hardy coming back? I don't think so. No, no. All right, let's let's before we forget about Greg Hardy. What? You, enough about Greg Hardy. Wow. I've had, I've, Greg Hardy's banned from this show. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> well, you're flipping stuff around in your equipment John, and everything. Let's get to the most important thing of the week. Oh my god. What do you got Sunday? Oh, I would say I'm going to go with. What? Wait, wait. First of all, what, what is Sunday? What are you Sunday? talking about? Uh, it's the Super Bowl. Okay, oh, say that. Say that. <laughs> yeah, because most of America doesn't know. They, they're all, It's oh, it's Puppy Bowl weekend. I'm going with Carolina just because I think Peyton Manning is going to play hero ball. I think he's going to try and, and carry this team and, and maybe throw some passes that uh, he wouldn't have done otherwise, and this is not the defense you want to do that against. I mean, you got the, the team that's thrown the most interceptions going against the team that has uh, – recorded the most interceptions i just i i think carolina's just on a roll I, I think without a doubt they've been the best team in the nfl this year so i gotta go with cam newton and the panthers yeah you, you, i can't go with peyton manning in this thing i'd like to see peyton manning win i'd like to see him go out a winner if this is going to be his, his last game wait, which we all think it's going to be we have news hot off the presses david breaking news breaking news on the podcast <laughs> which people will listen to which people david, will get much later david deutsch <laughs> who who runs this whole thing here at, the, at uh, sports day in dallas morning news Says they're expanding Thursday night football. NBC is now getting part of Thursday night football. It's another appearance for the Cowboys, an, another national TV experience. Do we have to bring that up now? Well, again, yeah, well, this, this, is never, this has why. never happened before. Here's this why: is because this, groundbreaking. This bleeds into Barry's TV beat. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. All right. Thanks so for that anyway, commercial. let's get back to the story of the week, shall we? The oh, Super, Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I I have to agree here that, I mean, Carolina has been, in my estimation, head and shoulders above every team. The only 
the only times they've had any trouble is they've gotten out to huge leads and somehow sometimes it almost seems like they've lost a little bit of focus in the second half. But this is a dynamic team, and, and I think there's no way for you to not be focused come Super Bowl time. Uh, I think they put – it would be a nice story for Peyton to ride off into the sunset with another Super Bowl championship, but this is Cam Newton's moment. It's really good that Kevin did that that great piece on, on Cam's time in uh, – in Brenham at Blinn Junior College for Sunday's paper. It's still online at sportsdaydfw.com. Also some really great shots of some stands that Kevin yeah. took. <laughs> Kevin, is, Kevin is proudest of the photos he took. Yeah. That, that, he, that really artsy photo of the of the bleachers that have been uh, scalped. And, that, and did you see the composition with the, the, the light pole up there and I, the trees in the background yes, and the sky and, and, and the clouds? Believe me, folks, you need to look at this because now that you've got this description <laughs> – you'll actually understand what it is you're looking at well, because well, otherwise it just looks like a slant. When, 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 you watch, when you watch the Panthers play and you look at Luke Keekley and then you think about uh, Sean Lee on the Cowboys, do you think, oh, my God, this Sean Lee might have been Luke Keekley if he could stay healthy? Um, not not quite to that level, no. Nobody asked you. I was no. asking Kevin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, he brings it up because I said that the Cowboys should have drafted Luke Keekley when they did. Now, they would have had, <laughs> but, but, had to trade up oh, yeah, no. to get him. Well, no, 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 it was no, in that draft. Have. It was no, the Morris Claiborne draft. Barry, why don't you ask him who Gavin Escobar could yeah, be? Yeah, no kid. No, no, I know that, but they traded up to get Morris Claiborne was my point. They weren't yeah. going to trade up to get Luke Keekley. No. No. So, uh, and probably not, not a lot of teams would have done that at the time. But, but my point about but him Kevin was that he was so productive him. in college. Right. I think he led the nation in tackles, tackles at least two years and maybe three years at Boston College. Yeah. And so, to me, it was like – you can't deny this kind of productivity. This this guy is bringing it every play. Right. You know, well, every, Sean Lee fell to the second round because of injuries. His injuries, right. But even if he didn't have those, he wasn't going see, top 10 like Keekley did. There's no. another draft evaluation that was terribly wrong because injuries have not been an issue for Sean Lee at all. <laughs> or Mo Claiborne. Or Mo Claiborne. Yeah. John, listen, we appreciate you coming in. We have to move along because we've got the world's most interesting reliever, Tom Wilhelmson, coming on for the Rangers Baseball nice. Ballsy Podcast. <laughs> Uh, you have been a breath of fresh air. Thank you for joining us. Um, Please come back again. Oh, absolutely. This is fun. And and listen, we will be happy to give you the same kind of uh, uh, compensation that we gave you today. Maybe oh, even yeah, a little great. bit more imaginary. Certainly money no less. <laughs> nice. Than that. Thank you. Yeah, we couldn't uh, give you. Any less. Evan's nervous. We got to go. He has Tom w- w- Wilhelmson ready to go. I think does it? Don't you? All right. For this edition of Ballsy. I'm Evan Grant saying so long for Kevin Sherrington, Barry Horn, and special guest John Machota. Johnny Machine. Yo.